This anointed teaching by Apostle David Muluzi is brought to you by God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church. We hope you have an encounter with God as you listen to this message. Amen. Now today we are continuing on our series, The Importance of Hearing from God. <clears throat> the Importance of Hearing from God. Now, there is success in following what God is involved in. You know, when we engage ourselves with what God is involved in, we will find success. You know, uh, this is how Jesus worked. You know, this was his modest operandi. And we see that he was... He was only involved with what the father was involved with. Uh, uh, you know, he was only involved in what the father was involved in, doing what the father was doing. Yeah. And so uh, it was important for Jesus to always hear what is the father saying and do that. And that's what made him successful. Uh, and remember, we talked about that Jesus did not come as God. He left his godliness. He came as human being. And he took the form of a flesh. And uh, he had to be baptized by the Holy Spirit. Uh, we quoted, we read last week, Acts chapter 10. I know that I kept on saying John 10 instead of Acts 10. Acts chapter 10, verse 38, uh, where the Bible says that how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, and he went about doing good, healing all those who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Uh, that he did all these miracles because he was filled with the Holy Spirit. And he depended upon the Holy Spirit. And so today we are continuing on the importance of hearing from God, interacting with the Holy Spirit. We read that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. He will guide us into all truths. You know, that the Holy Spirit will guide you and I into truth. And he will guide us into all truth. Now, Listen to the words of Jesus. Let's read at John chapter 5, verse 19, and we're going to read until verse 21. John chapter 5. The Bible says, So Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of his own accord. The Son can do nothing. He says, I'm doing nothing on my own. You know, but only what he sees the Father doing. Yeah. Right there, it's, 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 a, it's a secret. If you were to ask Jesus, what's your secret? He has just revealed it right there. You know, by saying that, I do nothing on my own accord. I do nothing you know, out of my own ability. But what I do, I do what the Father is doing. I'm involved with what the Father is involved with. I am doing, I am in the business of the Father. Yeah, remember when he was 12 years old and his par parents left him behind when they had gone to 
do sacrifices in Jerusalem, uh, that when they realized that he's not with them, they went back to, three days later, they found him sitting with the scribes and Pharisees and the you know, uh, leaders, religious leaders in the area. And then uh, they said, why did you bother us? You know, you troubled us. My father and I have been looking for you, Mary said. You know, and Jesus says that, you know, why did you have to bother? Didn't you know that I have to be doing my business, you know, my father's business? You know, and uh, so he was involved in what God was involved in, with. Yeah. And so, uh, so right here he says, the son can do nothing of his own accords. You know, but only what he sees the father. So, so what he sees the father, meaning that he was always sensitive to the father. You know, what is the father doing? That's exactly what I'm doing. And that is why, you know, Jesus had to wake up every morning to go into the mountain uh, before everybody could disturb him. He would wake up, you know, go out, go into the secluded place pray you know that at times he would spend the whole night praying you know and he was always in prayer why because in prayer he was seeking the will of god he was searching god he was saying father i know that i came to die at the cross and but this day what do you want me to do you know on this particular day what do you want reveal to me what you want me to do how you want me to live my life and that is why he was so comfortable in going about when people came the anointing was there to heal remember acts 10 verse 38 the anointing was there the power was there you know because he has spent he had spent time with god the father yeah and so uh, it's important for every one of us, every child of God, to be able to spend time with God and to hear God and to spend time, you know, interact with Him. You know, maybe for God's man to be on Facebook and uh, YouTube and, and, and all of that and seeing who's doing what, where, and arguing with this one and arguing. No, just... You know, just reduce on that, you know, spend more time in the presence of God, you know, spend more time with God and, you know, his presence, you know, basking his anointing. And I'm telling you that you will see God just helping you. He will guide you. He will, he will give you what to say, what to do, you know, where to go. You know, every day you will know that God is with me. God is guiding me. God is leading me. I'm not just doing things, you know, haphazardly, but God is there with me. And so he says that the only thing that I do is what I see the father doing. You know, for whatever the father does, the son does likewise. Oh, I love this. It says whatever the father does, the son does likewise. I am doing exactly what the father is doing. Yeah, and that is why I am not following my own way. I'm following God. I'm following the plan and the purpose of God. And verse 20 tells us, For the father loves the son 
and shows him all that he himself is doing. He loves the son. And the father is showing the son everything that he's doing. Yeah. And, you know, Jesus could have said, you know, the father loves the son. And he had showed him, past tense, everything that he did. But he didn't say that. Look at it. You know, he says, the father loves the son and shows him. It's present tense. It shows him all that he himself is, not was, but is doing. Yeah. So in other words, uh, Jesus was in constant communication with the father. And the father was saying that today I want to heal people. You know, go ahead and heal people. Or today uh, there is going to be a son who is buried in the city of Nain. I want you, when you get there, stop the procession and heal them because I want to resurrect that boy, you know. Or today, uh, there is the uh, Jairus uh, whose daughter is it's, it's at the point of death, you know, and probably will die. And I want you to go out there and, and you know, uh, raise, him up, raise her up, you know. Or... Uh, you know, Lazarus is sick and it's at the point of death. You know, and from there, uh, the, maybe the father was saying, you know, don't go yet. You know, just hang on. And then Jesus had to be obedient and say, you know, I will stop. And after four days, you know, he then, uh, uh, the father said, now it's time. You can go. And so he left. You know, and when he got there, he just says, you know, show me where you have laid him. He went before the, uh, the tomb and he prayed, Father, I thank you that you always hear me when I pray. In other words, we're always in communication. We're always together. We're always interacting, you know. And so from there, he said, Lazarus came forth, you know, more like I've seen you. You have called out Lazarus. So I'm calling out Lazarus. And so he was successful in ministry because he was following uh, the father. You know, whatever the father is doing, Jesus said that he is, he was doing, you know. And so the greater works than this will he show him, you know, because the father loves the son. He will show him even greater work so that you may marvel, you know. For as the father raises the dead and gives them life, so also the son gives life to him, he will. You know, so Jesus was saying, I am doing exactly what the father is doing. You know, if he raises the dead, I raise the dead too. Yeah. And in verse 30, John 5 still in verse 30 says, I can do nothing on my own. You know, as I hear, you see, he was sensitive. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just. Yeah. As I hear, before I respond, you know, I don't just respond, but I hear what is the father saying? What is the father saying to me? And I respond with that. Yeah. And so that is very much important. He was saying that, oh, when I open, you know, if it's to, in today's time, you know, when I open Facebook and then I see this person and say, oh, I need to crush this person. No, no, no. You know, whatever he sees, he hears God. How would you want me to respond? If ever you want me to respond to this, you know, what would you want me to say? 
if ever you want me to say. You know, when Christians are bashing one another, ridiculing one another on social media, it's because they are doing less of hearing. Because I don't think that God would be saying to them, oh, you know, that Christian said this, uh, crush him, you know, oppose him, you know, say this. No, I don't think that that would be the heart of God. I don't know. But I don't think so. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, Jesus was not quick to react to situation. Yeah. Uh, but he was waiting on the Father. Father, what are you saying? Listen to this. He says, I can do nothing on my own. As I hear, you know, as I hear, I judge. As I hear, as my Father tells me. I respond, you know, because I seek not my own will, but the will of him who sent me. You know, it's not because I want my own thing, but I want what God wants. You know, I want what God wants. Now, he was able to do what God wants because he was always sensitive and hearing what is the father saying and what is the father uh, doing you know so our success will be in hearing from God and following his instructions you know following his promptings that will be our success you see God is supreme God is sovereign he knows the end from the beginning you know, in Revelation 23 verse 13 tells us that I am the Alpha and Omega yeah the first and the last the beginning and the end. So when you get to the end, Jesus is the end. He knows the end. So he knows the end from the beginning, right? When we begin, Jesus already knows the end. And so we need to always be sensitive to him, follow his guidance. Yeah, and uh, you will see that we will be successful. We will progress in life. We will do well when we share from God. We follow the instructions of Jesus. We hear the Holy Spirit speaking to us. And so that is very much important. Now, I want to uh, bring in another element uh, of the popular verses that, you know, we all know. In, Mark, in Matthew chapter 16, you know, uh, the, the disciples, Jesus went with his disciples and he asked them, what do people say that I am? And they responded. Then uh, he said, but who do you say that I am? And Peter said that you are the Christ, you are the Messiah, you know, the son of the living God. And Jesus says that flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father who is in heaven has revealed this to you. Then he says this in verse 19. He says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. You know, that is Matthew 16, verse 19. I'll give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So whatever you bind on earth, will be bound in heaven and whatever you lose on earth will be lose in in heaven now when you look into the scripture 
and you look into the original language that was used, uh, it brings in a sense that I want to, that I love it, and uh, that is portrayed in, you know, uh, other scriptures, you know, other translation. Uh, like if we look at the analytical literal translation, the ALT, analytical literal translation, this is what it says. It says, I will give to you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on the earth will have been bound in the heavens. And whatever you lose on the earth will have been loosed in the heavens. You know, this is more like what it says in the Greek when you look at it. You know, that's what it says. It says, whatever you bind will be what has already been bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be what has already been loosed in heaven. Now, uh, the scriptures, you know, the TS 2009 translation, this is how it's, it, it says it. It says, and I shall give you the keys of the reign of the heavens. And whatever you bind on earth shall be having been bound in the heavens. And whatever you lose on earth shall be having been loosed in the heavens. More like what the old translation said, you know, which is more like if you look at the Greek, that's exactly what it's saying. Now, what are we getting out of this? Yeah. Now, there is a footnote here on the scriptures translation, you know, which says that, the binding and losing, it's a Hebrew idiom for exercising authority. You know, it's an idiom for exercising authority to prohibit or to permit. You know, so in other ways, to stop or to allow. And so, uh, uh, so we see here that uh, the Bible is actually saying that whatever we do, we need to check is this what the heaven is doing? You know, and when we see, whatever we see the heavens doing, that's exactly what we will be doing. Yeah. In other words, our actions must come from having heard from God. What we do on earth must be from uh, what we have seen heaven saying or what God has spoken to us about in situations, you know, in heaven. So we exercise authority here on earth with the mandate from heaven. You know, that whatever we do, we do because we have received a mandate from heaven. You know, we don't just go about doing it. Obviously, the mandate from heaven is that God has died for our sins. So we can tell people God has already died for your sins and that you need to respond, repent from your sins because it's a mandate from heaven. 
And a mandate from heaven that we have received is that by his stripes we are healed. That Jesus died and by his blood that was poured at Calvary we receive healing. Yeah. So it's a mandate from heaven yeah, that we receive that because we have mandate. So when, when, when Jesus was saying to, to Peter that I give you the authority of the kingdoms, that whatever you bind on earth will be bound in the heavens. He was saying that what you do is going to happen, is going to be successful because you will be doing it because you have opened up the heavens. You have seen what the Father is doing in heaven. You have entered, you know, through prayer, through your interaction with the Father. You have seen what the Father, you have seen what the Father is, has said in his way. And because you have seen that, you are going to do exactly that and it's going to happen. Yeah, that's what Jesus was saying here. Yeah, so we must first get a heavenly mandate. Yeah, we must make sure that what we say, what we do, it's backed up by heaven. Yeah, otherwise, we are doing it uh, you know, in vain. And so the, 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 the similar scripture in Matthew chapter 18, verse 18, uh, that says, truly I say, you know, surely I say whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you lose on earth will be lost in heaven. Now, in the tears 2009, the, uh, the scriptures translation, it says this, truly I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be having been bound in heaven. And whatever you loosen on earth shall be having been loosened in heaven. You know, in other words, whatever you do, it will be what God has already mandated. You know, now here in chapter 18, he's talking about a brother uh, who sinned against God. Maybe let me read it to you. Um, you know, to get a story which is so much of a blessing. Matthew chapter 18, I will read it in ESV. You know, Matthew chapter 18, praise God. Yeah. Now, it's talking about that uh, God, whatever, whatever God, you know, has done, uh, that that's what, that's exactly you know, what we need to be doing. And, and so, praise God. Matthew chapter 18 and verse 15. Now it says here, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. And if he listens to you, you have gained your brother. You know, deal with issues. Don't write on Facebook or on Instagram or on Twitter or on WhatsApp, you know, group and say so and so. No, he says you go to him, speak to that person direct, you know. But if he does not listen, 
take one of other of two one or two others along with you that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses if he refuses to listen to them tell it to the church you know and then if he refuses to listen even to the church in other words the church now has approached him but he fails to listen also to the church let him be as you know be to you as a gentile and a tax collector you know in other words you just have to start preaching salvation to that person because with that attitude definitely he's not safe you know and then he says truly i say to you whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatever you lose on earth shall be loose in heaven and verse 19 and again i say to you if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask it will be done for them by my father in heaven so he's saying here it gives a sense of interacting with heaven in whatever we are doing that even as we we speak to the brother you know even as we bring him back it's what the father already is, is desiring you know so we are just carrying out what the father you know has already done now in matthew 18 verse 18 in the analytical literal translation says positively i say to you whatever things you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven and whatever things you lose on the earth will be will have been loosed in heaven so jesus taught his disciples to pray yeah and 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 to say that when you act on something it would let it be that it's a mandate from heaven we have heard from heaven so we can carry out god's mandate if we don't go and consult with god you know if we don't hear from god now, do you see how important it is to follow God and to follow his instruction, to always hear him speaking to you, speaking to me? It is important. Now, when uh, the disciples said to Jesus, Jesus, teach us how to pray. Jesus taught them in Matthew 6 and in what we know as the Lord's Prayer. Uh, Matthew 6 verse 10. He prayed, he told them, your kingdom come. When you pray, you must pray. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. So what is that saying? He was saying that uh, you must learn to copy what is in heaven and bring it down to here. And so you can't copy if you don't look. If you don't listen if you don't uh, focus on the heavens so focus on heaven and whatever is in heaven you know pray that it comes here let the kingdom that is in heaven comes you know let the will of God be done you know here on earth so Christians should not just rush off to do things but they must be sensitive to the guidance and the leading of the Holy Spirit. You know, when God has spoken, we then need to follow. We need to act. You know, when God has said it, then we need to carry out. 
you know, because God has declared. And so, child of God, it is very important that we be sensitive to the leading and the guidance of the Holy Spirit, that he would guide us, he would lead us, he would direct us, he would order our steps. You know, and as we follow his guidance, we will see that things will work out for you. You know, you'll see yourself succeeding, doing well, because you're hearing from God, you're listening to God, you are obeying God, you're sensitive to the Holy Spirit. When he says, do this, you do that. Now, as I said last week, God won't lead you to do something that is contrary, that is against the word of God, you know. So whatever he tells us will be in line with what it is written already in his way. Can you say this prayer with me? Father God, I pray that you help me to always be sensitive to your guidance to your leading, to always follow you in everything that I say, in everything that I do, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. I will follow you. And as I follow you, all will be well with me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us during this episode. Join us next time even as we continue to learn and grow with Apostle David Muluzi. Also, visit our website for more at cfcpolokwane.com. God richly bless you.